Welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. I'm Lori Rivers, your host, and I'm feeling kind of somber. I'm feeling somber because I feel like I missed something in the astrology, but the more I look at the charts, the more it didn't look like an invasion today. The new moon would have been a better day, and I know that Putin has astrologers on his staff. And a part of me wondered, are they really on his side? Because you see, just in a few hours, the moon will be conjunct his Mars, making him highly erratic and unstable. And I thought, well, maybe everybody's just sick of him because he honestly doesn't have very good transits this year. And I thought, well, you know, maybe maybe this is what it's going to take to get a dictator gone. As a political analyst, my mind is worrying a million miles a minute because there's some real repercussions. There's a lot of global border crises right now. And the United States is in a weak position, and not because Biden is president, but because it very much appears a Russian operative was our president for long enough to do a lot of damage. And there are media interests who also support And we see that the GOP has a fair member of Putin fans as well. Even though I am against nationalism in all forms, I am flabbergasted that anyone calling themselves an American and proud to be an American would side with a dictator. And yet we hear it from some of those people's mouths that it's because of Christian nationalism, an anathema to both a creed and a theology. And that's where we look at end-of-day theology and its infiltration into politics. It's easy to give up hope in moments like this. But the astrology does not suggest an easy victory. And as I said about March 2nd, that it may appear that World War III is on the brink. And when I say World War III, I mean global thermal nuclear war. I don't mean a global conflict. We've had many global conflicts since World War II. But I'm talking about global thermal and I don't believe it will get down to nuclear strikes. I say that because I grew up with that as a huge threat. And the conversation I had at lunch today with some people very close to me, they're younger, and they were talking about, well, what if this happened and what if that happened? I said, you guys are bringing back memories from the playground. I like to look on the bright side and call me a Pollyanna, but I also know that life itself isn't always easy. My own hasn't been a cakewalk. And the other day, I got hit by um, some really, really negative stuff and cried my eyes out so hard 
that I didn't dare make videos for a few days because it looked like I'd been punched. I hadn't been. Just cried that hard. I'm a Cancerian. I'm made of feelings. My Libra moon doesn't like to express them. And when that happens, it's big. It's loud. And, well, I get puffy. I should have known for me to lose my calm and my peace that I've spent decades cultivating. I should have known there was something up on the collective. Remember, we're only human. Every single one of us is human, regardless of what we've studied, regardless of our metaphysical background, regardless of our training. The energy right now is intense. And that's why I've told you to wiggle your toes. And trust me, I wiggled my toes even while I was bawling my eyes out. I laughed at myself. I chided myself. And I wondered why the hell I was sliding down a rain barrel. (laughs) And that was the day before an invasion. Makes sense now. Makes sense. Sometimes those of us who are sensitive are almost like barometers. I know I talked a little bit about Biden's chart and Putin's chart in the last podcast, but today I spent many hours scrying through Putin's chart, trying to understand what is going on. Because there's some really, really bad transits happening to his chart this year. And um, I even asked some Russian astrologers that I know, like, okay, in Russia, are they using these things, you know, these techniques or these techniques? Because I was trying to see what advice he'd gotten. And again, I know there's metaphysicians around him. I know he seeks metaphysical advice. So I wanted to be sure and certain. And after scrying through his chart and the transits, I messaged one of my uh, Russian colleagues and said, they must not want him in power anymore because they gave him bad timing. I know it's going to look like World War III and there is going to be conflict and it is going to be sad and you will feel helpless maybe a little bit. And it's important to acknowledge those feelings and those frustrations. And if you have family over there, I am so, so sorry. I know what it's like to watch people be in danger that you love. I have family and friends all over the world. It's not going to be easy, but if you wanted to see an end to imperialism, this is the death throes. It looks on the astrology like they were trying to measure the or, or mirror the Sudetenland invasion by Hitler. Their timing was off. If they're not using outer planets, um, 
but it had some similarities. This weekend will be really, really intense, both on the global stage and on individual levels. And instead of giving you a blow by blow of what I think can happen, I want to empower you as an individual. And here's why. On a deep metaphysical level, on the big picture scale, you as a tiny, almost insignificant being make a big difference when you manage your consciousness. It's why I've been telling people for the last two years, bring your energy in. Bring it inside, because the more we put it on the outside, the more we're impacted. And don't beat yourself up when you slide down an emotional wormhole or you feel like you're dropping into an abyss. Just get out of it as quick as you can. And the faster you can get out of that and the more you could come to a neutral space the more you impact the collective. And what I see that is heartening out of Eastern Europe is the young people saying, we've had enough of a crazy old man. We've had enough of that. I hear that. There's been enough crazy old men destroying things in my lifetime. And I pray for all the protection we can give our young people. There's going to be a lot of misinformation all over the web. And so in the next segment, I'm going to give you some exercises on how to deal with the intensity and some physical, actual, real world things you can do to feel a little more secure and ways to secure yourself because now what we will see over the next six months is a lot of disruption and there may be some really really bad things happen before our eyes i stand by there will be no global nuclear war It might get close, but it's not going to go there. You need to believe. I told you that from 2021. If you want to get through 2022, you got to believe in something, anything. You can believe in the Easter Bunny, the flying spaghetti monster, (laughs) Thor, Freya, Guanyin. Guan Yin would be good, also known as Quan Yin. It could use some mercy. I believe in rainbows and happy endings. I hope you do too, because that's what's going to get us through this year. I feel like shit that I missed it, but I wouldn't have guessed they would have come in on this transit. This, it didn't make any sense. It wasn't, it wasn't the best day to do the invasion. The new moon was. 
And the only thing, like I said before, that I can guess is that his astrologers don't like him because they picked the worst possible timing if he's listening to them. Now, he may not have. He may have ignored them. But if the astrologers said it was okay, I can guarantee you they have no loyalty to him. And I hope they keep giving him shitty advice because he's got some of the worst transits you could have as a leader coming up. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, so uh, this weekend is going to be very, very interesting because the moon will ingress into Capricorn um, on the 25th. And so on the 26th and 27th, there will be an extreme amount of pressure. And I'm, I'm not kidding about that, guys. It's, it's a lot. This is big boom, big bang energy. And so uh, it, it's kind of a hunkered down kind of weekend. I honestly, I don't care where you are in the world, just just don't go out, okay? Um, stay home if you can. If you're working with the public, please just understand that people, their last nerve is frayed. You know, let, let's just remember, astrology is reflective and we are in year three of a global pandemic. We now are on the brink of global conflict. I am still going to argue we're not in World War III, at least not yet. Um, although I, I'm not going to lie, this is just like, again, I'm a Gen Xer and this looks a lot more like what I thought 2020 would be like um, when I was a young astrologer because we still don't have China going into play yet. Uh, and I promise I will look at China's chart. I will look at Z's chart as you know, and see what I can see there if I can find it. Um, you know, we're in a precarious position. And again, America was weakened because of the um, parts of mind war that was done based off of theocracy and that whole thing there. So, um, but I want to shift our attention away from all of that for a minute. And it will be hard to do so. And let me tell you why. We have Venus, Mars, and Pluto in an approaching conjunction. And so it is almost like moth to a flame energy. It is compelling to keep your eye on the dismantling of of imperialism. And and make no mistake, that's exactly what this is. What happens over the next eight months is, is really kind of putting the death nail on imperialism. It may not look like it. Because remember, when you have a dying creature, it includes thought forms, 
<clears throat> and concepts, it will do whatever it can to hold its grasp onto that. And for the commentators who have been saying, well, what about the United States? What about Great Britain? Yeah, all of that. We have sown our metaphysical seeds as well, our karma, you know. But this is not just the downfall of the United States. It's not just the downfall of Great Britain. This is not just the downfall of Western imperialism. This is the downfall of imperialism in general. And remember, we have not had Pluto in our consciousness, but for almost 100 years, not quite, 90, 90 some years. It was discovered in 1930. And so this moves us forward. And yet I don't want to be one of those metaphysicians that's out there saying, oh, we need to have our tower moments. Yeah, that sounds great unless you're living it. Okay. It's, It's not funny. It's not fun. And it's okay to wax philosophical from your living room if you're not living it. So we're not going to go there, okay? Um, Because I don't believe in karma in that way anyway. I know from a universal perspective, okay, from an energy perspective, there is just experience. It's neither good nor is it bad. From a mystical experience, there's neither good nor bad. It's just energy. It's just experience. And we're here for the ride. On an individual human level, we must never discount the experience. And from an individual human level, we have our morality. And that's where we enter into dualism. That's where we enter into polarities. That's where we enter into the good and the bad. And even if you have years and decades of training on how to gain gain neutrality, it can be very difficult to enter that space when you are challenged and we all have a weak link, okay? Every one of us has a weak link where regardless of our skills, regardless of our knowledge base, we can get tipped over, okay? Like I said, a couple days ago, that was me. I have weak weak links too. And you know, funny enough, it wouldn't ever come from the public sphere for me. You know, people can call me all kinds of names. They could say I'm a fraud. They could say I'm a cheat. They could call me a liar. They could call me a lot of things. But my weak link comes from a more intimate space. And I'm not going to say what it is, because why would you earn people, right? (laughs) But when that happens... And it happens rarely. And it was good to see it's still there and that I still have work to do. Because if you don't have work to do, you're done on this planet. You're done with this incarnation. But I thought I would address the issue of karma because it's been asked in the discord about karma. And here's my thoughts on it. Number one, if you have left Christianity, and a lot of you who listen to me have, or have left the branch of Christianity that you were raised in. Some people um, leave a church, but they don't leave their faith. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Unpacking the theology and the dogma that you were raised with is important. And so one of the things that's really hard to shake is the idea of sin and punishment. 
And the way a lot of people view karma is that it is punishment for misdeeds in former lifetimes and um, that you're, you know, you got to clean your slate, you got to do equal amounts of good so that you outweigh the bad. And, and you know what? It's just an extension of sin, of crime and punishment. And it's really an easy way to control people if you use that dogma. Okay. I'm not taking pot shots at any particular belief system. I'm talking about how I view it and why I think it's dangerous, especially if you're unpacking from leaving your religion of, of indoctrination from childhood. I went there too, because it's really, when you're looking for answers, especially if you come from extreme sustained CSA, you know, there's gotta be a reason, right? There's gotta be a reason for it. Why would you have been so abused? Um, there's got to be a reason. It can't just be senseless, bad choices by other people. That just It's too simple, right? That's exactly what it is. Your soul didn't choose that experience. It chose to make use of every experience. But it didn't choose the experience. There's a big difference. Rewind and listen to that statement again. Okay. You didn't have to pay off anything. You didn't have to pay off anything. Now, where it gets tricky is we are vibratory creatures. And if you are raised in a family, and maybe you chose a family for the DNA, and that DNA may have lots of different things that you needed. It might have the, the DNA for different metaphysical abilities. It might have the DNA for certain physical abilities, and including your intelligence or your certain personality aspects. But also with that family of origin comes family patterns and family traumas. And that vibratory rate is what you grow up with and it is your normal. And where we're vibing, other things come into that. Okay, and so it's when we leave that and we're learning to change the station. Remember, I talked about training your Mercury and learning that you have control over the station that allows you then to tune into other spaces. So, go back to my meltdown the other day. Someone close to me pained an old vibe from a long time ago that has a lot of resonance with betrayal. Whether it was true, false, etc., that old station—it's very staticky now. I don't tune into it very often, but just somehow, some way, my dial slipped, and that's where I picked up. And it was loud, and it was clear, and it's probably been 20 years since I picked up on that particular signal. Not gonna lie, it was really intense. And it makes sense, the betrayal, because what do we have going on in the world stage? It's a global betrayal, right? So we are connected to the collective, all of us. None of us are outside of it. That's why I train people to turn your attention inward as much as possible. It's kind of hard when you're a content creator and you have to keep up with things to always keep it insular. It was a big risk for me to come out 
in 2020 and not be in my ivory tower doing research and working only on referral, um, dealing with people more from a business perspective because I, I, I was testing my own ability to stay solid, which 99% of the time I stay solid. That dip was important though. And I want you to understand this. If you do dip over the next couple of days, see it as a breakdown before the breakthrough. Do not allow yourself to feel defeated. I did not feel defeated in the midst of it. I was annoyed. I I also was amused, believe it or not. I was amused at myself because I was like, are you kidding me? Really? This is where we're at right now, you know? And kept telling myself, something good is coming. Something good is coming. Something good is coming. I know when I feel this bad, there is something equally good on the way. I just have to get there because that's how I've trained myself. It wasn't about punishment. It wasn't about crime. It's not because I did anybody dirty. None of that. There was no deservedness to the situation, just like my childhood. No deservedness at all. It wasn't because I was an asshole in a former life, okay? It is because somebody made really bad choices. Somebody made really bad choices. And I was the victim of those choices. I myself chose differently in my own life, including in how to treat that person. Karma itself is consequence. Karma is consequence. If you're not looking at where you're going, the consequence is you have an accident. Okay? If you're not paying attention, if you're in your head and you're walking across um, a trail and you don't notice the tree root, the consequence is you trip over it. Okay? There could be a consequence that has nothing to do with your own consciousness. Maybe you're in a building that has not been well maintained. And the consequence of the lack of maintenance in the building that you could be completely unaware of is that it collapses. You are not facing the karma of the, you're facing the consequences that have nothing to do with you. It's really easy in our society to go, well, did you do your research? Did you do your homework? Were you paying attention? What were you wearing? We blame things. We seek causality. I'm going to warn you. You're not going to like what I have to say here. Sometimes shit just happens and there's no fucking reason for it. But your soul will use every experience to gain, to gain, to gain wisdom, to gain more understanding, to gain. Whether the experience is apparently negative or positive, but it is never about punishing you. Never. Okay. That is an ideology that people have used for thousands of years, pre-Christianity, even to punish people and keep them in control and under their thumbs. 
you are never being punished. It can feel like it. Oh God, it can feel like it. But you know, I was raised Christian. And I had a really beautiful faith. I didn't like the dogma. I left two churches. I left the first church at 13 and I left the second church at 17. Um, but that faith, even though I no longer have any belief that is even remotely close to what would look like the theology or the rhetoric, the same faith I had as a child is the same faith I have today. And it is that faith that got me through. I never thought I was being punished as a kid. I never thought that God left my side. Not one time. I did when I got older. I did in my 20s. I was angry. And then I had messages that came in in some really weird things. I've told you guys, my Saturn return year was crazy full of phenomena. And some of my mentees know the story of a time I got some irrefutable messages that made me call my therapist and say, hey, I think you need to institutionalize me because this is crazy shit. And my therapist was like, no, that, that sounds really cool. Like, great. I spent two or three years studying the idea of karma because as a young person, especially entering my Saturn return, it was the only thing that made sense because it hurt so bad to think that someone would consciously choose to hurt me as a small child that I had to have done something wrong in a past life to make that person do those terrible, awful things to a toddler. A toddler. I was a small child. And to continue to do those things and to mess with my head, which was the greater form of abuse. But it was bad choices on their part. And I had a spiritual mentor where when I was introduced to the idea that our souls choose this lifetime and, you know, somebody said glibly in this group I belong to, you know, that I chose my trauma and I just about got him. I, I, I got up. I literally went from sitting crisscross applesauce to on my feet and I was about to like un go unglued on them because they had no fucking idea what my story was and I said you cannot tell me my soul is so perverse that we would put a child an infant in the way of a monster And my mentor very quickly, first of all, emanated some beautiful love frequency from them and said, no, 
They did not. Your soul did not do that. That you, as a human, are in a metaphorical swamp with a 70-pound backpack and you have all the equipment you need to walk through this dense physical reality, this swamp. And that you are sometimes the victim of others' uncreative choices. And I thought they were being glib until I was working in my garden maybe five years after that just tending all of my beautiful plants and some of the best thoughts used to come to me in the garden. And it dawned on me as I was tending my garden, making creative choices. Creative choices breed life. Uncreative choices work to dismantle things. And sometimes there is no reason for that moment other than someone made a shitty decision. The people of the Ukraine do not deserve what's happening to them any more than the Russian soldiers deserve what's happening to them. There's one person and his advisors who are making uncreative choices. So what do you do over the next few days? Well, after we do a patron shout out, because I feel like lightening this up a little bit, it's very heavy energy. I told you that Mars and Venus are tight. Add the moon to the mix and it's going to be a very volatile couple of days. So we will do a meditation. I'll give you some strategies for dealing with coming to as neutral a space as possible. And then I'll urge you to come into the Discord. Um, and make sure you come to Coffee with Lori on Sunday because uh, that that's going to help. If you're a patron, Coffee with Lori is on February 27th, 11 a.m. Go to uh, make sure you check Patreon for the link. All right. Let's do some meditation, shall we? After, after, wait, Lori, come on, you got this. We're going to do a Patreon shout out and then we'll do a meditation. All right, it's time for the Patreon shout outs. I don't know, it's a heavy episode. Um, You guys probably don't think so as much as I do, but um, maybe you do. I don't know. Let's lighten it up. Let's talk. Let's talk about the patrons because thanks to you guys, I'm independent. I am not bound to any kind of uh, rules or restrictions on how I speak about things. And as you know, I take the power of words very, very seriously and very, very strongly. And I'm not going to try to incite any particular um, viewpoint too much other than I want you to be kind to yourself I want you to be gentle with yourself and I don't like to drive the narrative of fear because fear can be very dangerous it can also save your life if it's applied carefully and with exactitude 
What am I talking about? Well, if you are in a conflict situation, uh, having just enough fear to know when to get the hell out of Dodge can help, um, but it can also help you hide. And so sometimes it, it is useful. We just don't want it to you know, take over for an extended period of time because you know adrenaline can zap your vitality. And so we'll do some meditation after the patron shout out. We're back over 350 patrons. My goal is to get to 500. Um, that's super exciting. So let's talk about who is sponsoring us. We've got Ayana, Diane, Julia, Rebecca, Isabella, Adrian. I keep moving. Jacqueline, I keep moving me too. Sarah, Melissa, Jen, Lindsay, Amelia, El Elena. Nancy, Alina, Erin, Wheat Wheatley, uh, Heslandia, Alyssa, Tamari, Ariel, Summer, Lisa, Eliana, Kelly, Astro G, Angela, Jessica, Bianca, Bianca Nikki, Justine, Tori, Rosa, Key, Amanda, Carol, Olivia, Amy, Kate Curie, Shannon, Katie, Greg, Laura and Alarmed Unicorn. I want to thank you all for being patrons. Um, big shout out to my mods. We've got Kathy, who is Sister Luck. We've got Hannah, who is Yogi Hannah. We've got Casey, who is the incomparable Casey. We've got Shane. Shane is our mod for all things conversation. We've got Rita. Big hugs to Rita right now. Um, everybody be kind to Rita in the forum. She's got family over there. Uh, let's see. We got our beautiful and lovely Molly and Chris, known as Absolute. She's the admin with the most thin. She's making some really cool stuff for Cosmic Surfers right now. I can't wait to uh, announce that. But there's, there's a gift going out to Cosmic Surfers as a thank you for for being with us oh my god and i forgot mcdubs what my apprentice mcdubs we're gonna get together soon i promise mcdubs uh the world's got in the way a little bit but mcdubs you got basic astrology questions please tag mcdubs in the discord without you guys nothing happens okay you guys are the support and um I am so appreciative of you. You are, you are my muses, okay? Alrighty, I think it's time we get on with some meditation. All right, what can we do in the face of some pretty serious uh, transits? With the moon conjunct Venus and Mars and Pluto in Capricorn. Well, there are some really strong grounding exercises that you can do. Number one, uh, 
tidy your physical surroundings. Number two, um, focus on what you can build or create or make. If you crochet, if you knit, if you sew, if you do any form of art, um, if you like to build with Legos, those would all be active meditations. If you do yoga, that would be a good form. Be very easy on your joints over the weekend, though. Okay, watch your knees, watch your hips, watch your wrists. Um, it's really important to focus on making and building. You could bake. Okay. Um, I really, really don't suggest being out in crowded spaces at all. I would stay away from uh, the public if possible. And if you can't, can't, this is where having a physical reminder, whether it's a worry ring, worry beads, um, a rubber band on your wrist that you can pop a little bit, um, don't hurt yourself, but just, you know, to get your attention, to remind yourself, um, those times, types of physical active meditations are going to be your best bet to remain as present and within yourself. I would... I'm not going to say deny the reality of what's going on, but do limit your time looking at news, listening to speeches, being on social media where things are amped up. There's going to be a lot of gotchas and I told you so's and there's going to be, um, there's going to be some violence and, and I'm not just talking about Ukraine. There's going to be violence domestically and this is global. This is global. And things, things are just going to be very wild. And it would be just really good to be at home. So um, if you are working on your gardening, you don't have to garden outside. You can garden inside. In fact, uh, Moderator Shane was sharing beautiful pictures of his succulents that he decided to repot today. Um, that would be a great activity to go through the weekend. We'd do some indoor gardening. Um... I wouldn't plant anything during this moon in Capricorn, but it's a certainly good time to, you know, tidy up or or prune. Pruning would be good. You got to be careful you don't take too much off. But um, tend to things. Read a book. Read something. Watch a movie. Stay away from depressing topics. Okay. <laughs> don't go there. Just don't. Don't watch documentaries. Don't do it. Watch comedy. You may not feel like it, but I tell you, do not watch documentaries. Don't don't go down those rabbit holes. Okay? Come into the Discord. Come come to Coffee with Lori on Sunday. Please, please do not feed in to the not so good feeling spaces because it will be hard to pull up okay it will just be hard to pull up i promise it's not so fun okay um i'm gonna play some video games i just am i have very few readings to do i do on uh, saturday however i have two really fun group readings I'm doing. And if you haven't had a chance to sign up for those, 
Um, go register because we're going to look at the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction happening in April and how to make the most out of that in your chart. And we did the first one last Saturday by accident. And um, notice my energy just lifted thinking about it. Um, that's important. You want to lift your energy up because it's going to go. It'll be, it's going to be hard. It, you're going to feel like you're like in a spaceship hitting the G's. So, but anyway, going back to the group reading, it's a lot like a slumber party. Um, I go through, you know, people's charts one by one by one. I don't go into any of the nitty gritty detail, like personal stuff. I just give you the theme of how that Jupiter-Neptune transit is going to directly impact you and how you can make the most of that magical time coming up in April. Make no mistake, that seems to be my phrase for today, make no mistake that April 12th, uh, that, that conjunction between Jupiter and Neptune is just wildly personally favorable. Okay, there may be a ton of other stuff happening with it on the global scale, but on an individual level, it's magic sauce. And I want you to be able to make the best use out of that transit. We had so much fun, so much fun uh, last Saturday. So we've got an 11 a.m. and we've got a 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, uh, this the 26th. And then uh, we're gonna do another session on March 5th as well. And I might add some more if there's enough interest. So if you're a patron, you get 50% off. You wanna go into Patreon and find that or check your emails. But if you just joined, you wanna go check um, for the discount and sign up for that if you're not a patron. Um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they get the they get the juicy discounts. That's, that's all I gotta say. Um, so, with that in mind, now that we've raised the fire just a little bit, I want you to take a deep, deep breath. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Do it again. Inhale through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. Okay. So now, Feeling light, at ease. Breathing in again through the nose, fill your belly. Allow the energy to flow all the way to your feet, down into the earth. Take another deep breath. Let out your breath with a sigh. You should feel the vibratory rate if you do it the way I did it, where the sound is coming through your chest. You should feel lighter in the upper part of the body and more rooted from your bottom and feet. So whatever you're sitting on, you should feel grounded in and your feet should feel grounded in. Take another deep breath. And exhale 
You chose to be here. You didn't choose the impacts. You chose experience. Your soul makes use of this moment and the next and this next one and this one too. There is no real end or real beginning. There really is only this present moment. Feel your body in this present moment. Bring your attention to your breathing. Ensure that your inhale is deep all the way to the ground and your exhale is long and soft. Breathe in the present. Breathe out the present. You are everything you were meant to be in this present moment. There is nothing to lose. There is nothing to gain. In this moment, bring your attention Back to your breath. Exhale slowly. Feel your feet. Wiggle your toes. Inhale from your toes. In this moment. You are all that you have ever been and ever shall be. You are eternal. In this moment, may you be blessed with vitality. May you be blessed with value. May you be blessed with peace. <laughs>